This is the Gang Life Redemption Podcast, and I'm your host, Santiago Figueroa, an ex-gang member out of California. So let's kick it off. If you haven't subscribed already, please do so to get all my new content on Gang Life Redemption. The topic of this podcast today is becoming driven for Gang Life Redemption. Uh, first and foremost, I want to start off by sharing a quote by Cesar Chavez, the Mexican-American Chicano civil rights leader and activist. To be a man is to suffer for others. God help us to be men. Cesar Chavez. There's a need for gang members to become driven and better in life. A lot of times we think that simply because we stop gang banging or we uh, get older and grow out of uh, a lot of those bad habits and uh, those mi negative mindsets or sometimes we think because we get away from uh, uh, the negative people that we grew up with and associated with that we're automatically going to uh, be successful. But that is not the case. And I've learned from experience that success does not just fall at your doorstep one morning, but it's something that you have to become driven for and pursue with everything that you have. And I'm not saying that you're going to be perfect in pursuing success or becoming driven, but uh, the emphasis that I place on driven, if you're not familiar with that term, is to uh, strive for consistency, to uh, have a, a no quit mentality and an attitude that you are going to succeed and get to your destination um, by all means necessary. And for myself, um, I wasn't the craziest gang member that I ever came across, though I can say that I know that my, uh, my father was one of them, and he ended up uh, getting his third strike and uh, passing away in prison. And he was... He had did time for murder. Um, he taught me a thing or two on how to survive and how not to tolerate people's disrespect. Um, I thank God that um, I have outgrown that attitude and that intolerance toward people. But my father was pretty crazy and I've come across um, some pretty crazy uh, homeboys or uh, gangsters in my time. Uh, that um, have shown me that it, it's real. Um, these people, um, there are people out there that are definitely to be feared uh, and, and, and respected by all means. Uh, for myself, I had went through the California Youth Authority, gang banging, um, ended up looking at uh, 20 uh, actually, it was I fought a case for 40 years to life for attempted murder on a police officer um, when God uh, woke me up and uh, shown me a better way. But with all of the tattoos that I got, with all the laws that I had broke, with all the mistakes that I had made and all the bridges that I had burned, I 
can definitely tell you that uh, gang life redemption is not easy. It's not an easy path. And you must become driven. You must become driven if you are, if you are to succeed. I've seen a lot of people that have started going down the path of uh, gang life redemption for themselves and even working with other people. And, and a lot of times they quit um, or they, uh, they, 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 they backslide. They go back to their old negative habits, the uh, negative uh, people that they were associating with, um, whatever it was that they were addicted to, uh, drugs, women, crime, even just the culture and the lifestyle. A lot of people are just addicted to that in itself and they find their purpose in it. But uh, what I want to share with you is that if you become driven for gang life redemption and you become driven, that you can you can be successful. You can be successful. And uh, some of the some of the main things that I want to focus on here are in order to become driven, you have to or just like you were jumped into your gang or just as you fell in love with your gang. I know everyone has different types of uh, processes for initiation, but whatever it is that you went through, you know, usually it wasn't easy. You had to prove yourself some way. And for myself, when I was jumped in, um, after I was jumped in, I was given uh, uh, a nine millimeter and sent into enemy territory to see if I can find someone and kind of clean house. Um, thank God that I did not find anyone anyone that night, but I did show that I was committed and that I was dedicated and that I had courage, and that was you know part of my initiation amongst um, you know putting in work and kicking it with the homies. Um, but uh, just whatever process you went through, whatever it was that you uh, went through initially to show that you were committed um, and the way you jumped into that lifestyle. It's the same way that you must become driven for gang life redemption. And let me just clarify something. Um, at times to get my point across, I will uh, reflect on the past, but it's only to to shed light on the necessity for what it is that I'm trying to uh, to teach, whatever the resource, the topic, the point, the education, and, and what I'm trying to uh, shed light on. Now, it's important that you jump into uh, educating yourself and, and not just educating yourself, but hard work. You have to understand that this is going to take hard work. And also, it's going to take a strong spiritual foundation. So those three things, education, hard work, and a strong spiritual foundation. Now for myself, things that have assisted me in my redemption process and that have always been anchors and pillars on this path have been, uh, first of all, the first thing that I had did was get my GED. And that's my uh, general education diploma. For those of you that have it, that's going to be uh, a huge asset, a huge asset. Uh, but if you don't have it, 
It will only take you about three months to get it. It's not very expensive. Um, it just focuses on basic academics. And if you, if you study for a couple of months, you can easily pass it. The reason why I, I place emphasis on getting your GED, if you don't have your high school diploma already, is that with your uh, GED or high school diploma, what that's going to do is open the door for you to go to a trade school. And with the trade school, I'm referring to like a, a technical college uh, over here. They have a trade school. It's called Bates uh, Technical College, Clover Park Technical College. And some of these trade schools, they give you certificates. Um, if not just certificates, um, you can get an associate's also at some of these and some of them are accredited so that your credits can transfer over to a university. And the importance of this is because a, a lot of times when you get out of prison, when you get out of the California Youth Authority, um, even if you just have a criminal record and you've been in and out of the county jail, um, or if you're covered in tattoos, and, and those two things, uh, mainly, if you're covered in tattoos or you have tattoos and you have a criminal record, those two things are going to make it very hard for you to get a job and take care of yourself. And But with a, uh, a GED or high school diploma, and I, I say GED the minimum, because if you have a high school diploma, then you already have the green light and you can just go forward and um, and jump into a... Uh, technical college but you know a lot of times I know for myself and what I've seen with a lot of uh, gente and homies out there is you know we were in the streets gangbanging committing crimes we weren't focusing on our education uh, I never even really started picking up books and studying until I got locked up and when I went to high school uh, I did a lot of my high school credits uh, when I was in the California Youth Authority and then also there is where I got my GED. And, but when I got out, it was very difficult to get a job. Now, I used to be covered in tattoos. I had a tattoo on my neck. I had a tattoo on the back of my head. I had some dots on the corner of my eye. Uh, my arms were pretty sleeved up. And I've had them, I've had them removed, lasered off. And I have some photos that I'll maybe I'll pull out later. But it's very difficult to get a job when you have tattoos um, and a criminal record. And maybe the tattoos in themselves don't make it difficult. You know, because nowadays the way culture has changed, most people see, you know, tattoos are uh, more acceptable today. But when they realize that you have a criminal record and they realize that those are prison tattoos or jailhouse tattoos. Uh, I believe that that makes a big difference in the eyes of an employer. And even for a criminal record, uh, the good thing about jumping into a trade school or jumping into a technical college um, where you can get an associate's degree or even uh, a community college uh, where you can definitely get an associate's degree and move on for a bachelor's the, the best thing that you can do is you, you want to get some time uh, between, you know, the time you were released, the time you quit gangbanging, 
um, and you stopped you stopped uh, you know breaking the law and and get, you want to get some time in between that because what happens is is in some states um, I believe after a couple of years you do not have to put on your application that you had uh, been convicted of a felon a felony and you can instead of just waiting you know just twiddling your thumbs and waiting you know one two three four years or six years or however you know it takes for that state um, so that you don't have to check that box what you could be doing is using that time to get your education and also too uh, when you're looking for work when you put down on your uh, application that you're a full-time student or even a part-time student and you're applying for jobs you know they're gonna ask well you know where did you work before or where are you you know where are you working right now you can easily say well I'm a full-time student and it makes it makes a big difference and then especially if you are getting good grades um, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine recently about uh, pursuing his education and he was he's working a labor job but it's really tough and and he's an he's an ex-gang member uh, on the same uh, process of redemption and his main concern was funding and the money to be able to go to school to pick up a trade or get his associates and I know every state in the United States is not the same but typically you're going to have financial aid if it's your first time going to college and you haven't uh, you know, used all of those monies up you're going to be able to apply for financial aid you should be able to get a Pell grant uh, possibly a state need grant and um, and then also too which I'm not recommending that you do this at first but there are loans um, I would recommend trying scholarships first and when I went to uh, my first college when I went to my first college I had seen people in there and there was some guys in there and they would apply for scholarships and I remember one guy showed me the amount of money that he got for uh, his scholarships and his state need grant and everything and I think it was about now this was quite a while back but yeah I think he had like about eight to ten thousand dollars for one quarter so that's going to pay his rent for a couple months that's going to if you had a, a car payment it's going to pay his park car payment if you don't have a car you know that's going to be a little good down payment for a car and then his bills and his books um, and then plus tuition and everything and I believe that was after his tuition and I've always been blessed as well with uh, financial aid and the state need grant and I've, I haven't used that up yet and but it's been very helpful um, after I got my uh, two-year degree I got into the technology field so and I've been working in IT um, for for quite a while I've moved up every two to three years but it was initially because of my education getting out of prison and getting out of you know doing time and gangbanging I, I didn't really know too much about technology or, or anything and I was always just uh, you know in and out in and out and um, never really picked up no skills or had any any real job when I was out um, I just took 
whatever I, I, I wanted or I felt I needed. But on to the importance of this education is if you ever want to work for yourself and if you ever want to uh, be independent um, and, and just be just keep moving up the ladder in success, you're, go you're going to want to eventually work for yourself or keep moving up the, the ladder wherever it is that you're at. And I've been content in technology because there's a lot of possibilities in different areas that you can move into. So I'm, as long as I've been moving up a couple, every couple of years, uh, I've been very happy with that. And, um, and I'm actually at the moment going for my bachelor's um, as well to get more education. Um, if you ever want to get into management, a lot of times they require a bachelor's along with your experience. And I'm going to move on to my second point. If you have any questions about that, go ahead and just drop those in the comments and I'll try to follow up with uh, with that with uh, a good answer, uh, another podcast or uh, just an answer in the comments. Or if anybody's that's listening, if they want to reply, uh, feel free to do so. And I ask that you keep your comments respectful. You know, we, we all don't have the exact same experience, but what's important is that we're all on the if you're, if you're tuning in to this podcast, I believe that you know somebody that is uh, on the process of uh, gang life redemption or you yourself are, are on that process yourself. Now, besides education coming with, uh, with a lot of, uh, I, guess, uh, I guess, a culture shock or a, a culture change is uh, dealing with anxiety and stress. So you're, jump, you're jumping into a world that you haven't uh, been exposed to before and, and, and becoming driven for a gang life redemption. No one is going to understand what you're going through besides possibly somebody else that has gone through it. But still, it, 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 they, they may not understand exactly what you're going through. Because, uh, you know, we've been on just different levels of craziness out there and we've done different things and we've seen different things. It's very similar. Um, all in all, I could say that, you know, a lot of times we're uh, we're shell shock. And what helped you when you were locked up? Now, I know if you were active, if you were active with any type of syndicate, regiment, uh, organization uh, that most likely you had physical activity while you were in there. And I'm not telling you, uh, you know, to get out and you have to bust down and do uh, machina or burpees or routine or, or, or anything like that. That's not like what you did in there. But I want to lay out a couple of uh, um, tips and because this is going to help you deal with the anxiety and the stress that you have and it'll help you stay grounded and at least i can say that it has helped me and for a lot of people that have gone through um, a lot of crazy things and seen a lot of crazy things uh, physical activity is a very good outlet so first off um, i would recommend that you uh, start walking so what I don't, even if you're not in the best shape um, you can at least start walking. 
and just start taking walks. Get some exercise uh, and uh, try to keep track of your distance and, and, and push yourself. You know, walk a little more, walk a little longer and uh, find somebody to, to walk with. And um, once you start walking, if you can, I would recommend uh, uh, turning that up, you know, start jogging uh, a bit. And if you still enjoy doing uh, the burpees, the calisthenics, uh, the jump rope, uh, whatever it is that you used to do, there's, I don't believe that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, I occasionally do burpees myself. Uh, I love jogging. Um, sometimes I had uh, gained some weight here and there as I've been out. So what I've done is um, I'll just start walking. Um, go for long walks, um, jogging, and then once you get in better shape, then you can start running. And... And if you don't have equipment yet, don't worry. Don't worry about that. You know, if you have to hit the burpees, hit the burpees, hit the calisthenics. But there are uh, gyms out there, and if you can uh, uh, jump into one of those, uh, it's convenient for you. Even if it's just like, uh, um, you know, uh, Anytime Fitness, Planet Fitness. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, anything too elaborate. You know, so a place that you can go hit some weights, jump on a treadmill, um, possibly connect with people and um, that are going to encourage you and motivate you. And just a good environment to where you can get away and, um, and get those gains. Now, for myself, uh, with uh, I've always enjoyed having the freedom to work out whenever, wherever I can um, and whenever I can. Uh, there's been times where I have gone to a public gym. Um, I've, with COVID going on and with different things going on, I've enjoyed uh, more being able to work out um, at home, the convenience of my own home. And I, I, I find that that works for me. Now, but actually when I first got out, um, when I first got out, I did a lot of jogging. And I remember a friend of mine, he had his own home gym. And I used to go over and, and hit the weights with him. But whatever you got to do to make it happen, um, just get some physical activity um, into your, your daily schedule, weekly schedule. And I guarantee that it's going to help you because it's going to be, you're going to have to become driven. And you're going to have to learn how to deal with um, uh, a lot of the changes and obstacles that you're going to have to overcome. Besides the, the physical activity, and, and that, here's another thing too is when you're out there looking for a job and you're looking for work and, 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 and you know, um, appearance makes a big difference, makes a big difference. And when, you, when, you, uh, when your appearance is healthy, um, employers are going to be more uh, quickly uh, to hire you and they're going to see your potential a lot more. Now, jumping into uh, a strong spiritual foundation. The emphasis that I place on that, it goes pretty deep because for myself, I don't know what type of background you have, but I come from a very crazy, uh, 
a very crazy background and even just a family culture like even outside of you know the gang that i was a part of like my uncles and my cousins they're they're pretty crazy my dad was really crazy and um taking a look at it there were there's a lot of uh it's a lot of strongholds uh, spiritual strongholds that needed to be broken uh, besides gang banging you know my uncles grew up around the time of you know when the gangs kicked off and all the prison gangs started out around the 50s and the 60s and then also when the heroin epidemic came along and um, what I realized with myself as God began to to change my life and, and turn my life around is that uh just like there are physical addictions and there are spiritual uh, strongholds in our life and a lot of and many times they're demonic and you can you can exercise all you want you can read as many books as you want you can take as many college courses as you want you can speak to as many counselors as you want and it, it, it it's not it, it's not going to change and you may be wondering at times why do i continue to deal with this issue like i've come so far uh i've been free um you know i i've, I've gotten education i've worked some good jobs um you know I, I work out i'm in good shape but then you may still have times and i've seen this happen with some people where they get out they get cleaned up, but then they end up, you, you hear, you hear about them being right back in again. And at times, and I remember my dad, this used to happen to him at times and he would get out and he would, uh, he would start doing good. Uh, he would get a bunch of, he would get his tools. Um, he'd start doing, uh, auto work and painting. And that's what he did. He used to paint cars and, um, uh, fine detail and um, auto body repair and stuff like that he would be doing really good but then somehow even after being clean for a while he would go right back to he'd go right back to getting locked up and i'd find out that you know that he was possibly uh, using heroin again same thing with my uncles same thing with uh, other homeboys that i've heard about um and, I, and I've, I've even seen homeboys in the audio to where they look like they're doing good. They're cleaned up. Everything's good. It seems good. And then all of a sudden, you hear they OD. And, you know, someone finds them in a closet. Or somebody finds them in a hotel. Or, you know, one of them gets shot in the head. You know, because they're just out there at night. You know, wrong place, wrong time. Up to no good. And you think to yourself, like, man... Like, what were they doing? Why were they hanging around with these youngsters? Why did they go back and hang around with these types of people? Well, a lot of times those are uh, their spiritual strongholds. Uh, they're demonic strongholds. And the only way that those things can come out and you can be, you know, delivered of those things are through prayer and fasting. And it's by you praying and fasting for yourself, but it's also by other people praying and fasting for you it's by you finding men of god to lay hands on you and pray for you i know a lot of times that there's a a saying and it um 
and I've heard people say it, if you're scared, go to church. If you're afraid, go to church. And, but it actually takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage. Because when you have these demons in your life, I'm going to tell you something. Those demons are terrified of the presence of God. And I'm not trying to preach. And I'm not trying to be all super spiritual. But, uh, you know, there there is evil in this world. And there is good. There is a, a devil, an evil one. And there is a good, loving God. And, that, and it's, that's the truth. And... You know, the only way you can shake those things and, and get those chains broken, some of those chains, um, a lot of it can be broken uh, through your own effort, discipline, good decisions. But those spiritual strongholds, spiritual strongholds, they can only be broken through prayer and by getting around godly people. See, because when you picked up a lot of those uh spiritual strongholds, those demonic strongholds. It was around people out, the, out there in the world. And all those those demonic forces, they begin to leech onto you. They're like leeches. I don't know if you've ever seen one of those uh, one of those old school army movies, like Platoon or something, and they swim through, you know, uh, they're out in like Vietnam. They swim through one of those rivers and they get all these leeches all over them. Maybe Rambo. I think I've seen a Rambo movie like that. And uh, he had all these leeches on him, and they have to cut these leeches off. And sometimes he can't get the one on the back. He can't see it unless he has a mirror. But, you know, that's just, that's how it is. Um, a lot of the, these demonic principalities are, you know, they just begin to leech onto us as we're out there, you know, thugging and, and doing our thing in the streets. And we need, uh, you know, just like we got around people in the world, we need to get around mighty men of God mighty men of God and pray, pray about it. God will lead you to people and just pray, God, you know, deliver me of any spiritual strongholds, demonic strongholds that I have in my life and lead me to, to, uh, you know, mighty men of God that can, uh, assist me with deliverance. And there's no shame in the game with that. Uh, cause I'll tell you this, if I had a leech on my back, I'm going to humble myself and definitely, you know, let somebody cut it off for me. And besides that, creating a, a personal relationship with God through the reading of his word in biblical context. I know there's a lot of different religions out there. Um, a lot of different propaganda and doctrines. But I'm talking about not necessarily... Uh, you know, just letting people program you and tell you what to believe. But I'm talking about picking up a Bible and reading it for understanding and for growth, for uh, for redemption, specifically for that. They might even have a Bible out there called the Redemption Bible. They have all these different study Bibles. They have the Recovery Bible, uh, Apostolic Study Bible, and uh, Amplified, King James. You probably heard of a lot of them. But get a, get a good Bible, um, something easy to understand. I would recommend a New Living Translation. Um, if it's your first Bible, it's, it's very easy to understand. Um, it's very accurate, a New Living Translation. And as you're 
uh, developing a relationship with God, don't play, don't don't worry about what anybody else is doing. I know a lot of times, uh, you know, as coming out of gangs and uh, being a part of uh, an organization of some sort, um, you know, we begin to see hypocrites everywhere because we seen them when we were locked up. We seen them when we grew up. You know, you get locked up right away. You know, one of your closest homies he's trying to hit on your 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 sister or your old lady or you know, he's being disrespectful to your mom or, you know, um, or he says he's going to do things and he doesn't do it. And people's word is just not that you realize that people are just are not, they're not about what they say they're about and they're hypocritical. And a lot of times that pushes us to become antisocial and to isolate ourselves. But that's one of the worst things we can do because, uh, in order to go down the path of redemption, and to become driven for redemption, you have to shake that. You have to overcome that. And you can't be afraid. You cannot be afraid. You cannot be afraid to uh, continue networking, uh, establishing relationships, and being kind, loving, and respectful to people. And you, you, can't, uh, you can't quit doing that. And the church itself gives you an opportunity to serve your community and by serving other people by helping other people that is part of the redemption process you will find healing in that you will find joy in that as as you serve and help other people and there's uh one of the the first things i did um, when i got out was i had actually tried a couple different churches and maybe the first one you go to is not the church for you. And I tried a couple different ones. I had a couple of bad experiences um, in some um, until I found the right church, um, an awesome pastor who had come out of gangs himself. He had been in prison and um, he had pastored for 30 years. And um, he had shared his testimony with me on how he was in prison and he got out and where he was from. And everything he went through and pastoring and, and turning his life around. And I was like, wow. It's, it's awesome to see somebody that has started on this process of redemption, this gang life redemption process, and finished it. He's, he's, he's pretty old right now. He's actually, I think, believe he's retired. He's like a bishop now. And um, it's, it's awesome to have witnessed that. And... Um, but and that's encouraged me that example but i would have robbed myself of it if i would have uh gave up on finding a good church and a good church family and so don't rob yourself of that uh, find a good church uh, that gives you the opportunity to serve your community and i guarantee you that you will be uh yeah, you would do well another thing too is uh this is just a nugget i'm going to throw out there uh, when I first got out, I had a hard time uh, getting a job. And I went back to my body and everybody knew me. I was still tatted up. The police officers knew me still. I remember one night I got caught uh, going to a movie late at night and they ran a check on all of us. They called, they called back over the radio, uh, approached with extreme caution. And I was with a couple of uh, friends from church and they looked at me like, oh man, what are they saying that for? And uh, 
But even though I had that history in my community, because I volunteered at my church, well, now I had a reference for my pastor. And then I ended up volunteering uh, with another church. And I believe it was the mayor's church. Uh, the mayor was associated with, with one of the churches in our town. And when the employer found out that I had volunteered in some activity with the mayor's church or, you know, with the city, he hired me really quickly. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. But I would have never had my first, uh, that first job that I got after looking for jobs day in and day out. And, um, but because of volunteer work um, that I began doing, it'll open a lot of doors for you. And the church is uh, the, one of the best places because it, it, God's people, they don't ask for nothing in return. You know, they just, they're just happy to let you serve along with them. Now, if you've taken the time to listen to this podcast, I believe that you are on the right path of either helping yourself or helping someone else uh, grow and become driven uh, in gang life redemption. And I want to let you know that if, if I know that if I can do it, that you can do it. And that sounds like a cliche, but uh, as you get to know me more, you're going to know that my life was a mess. My life was a mess. And through the grace of God, it has been completely turned around. But even though it has been turned around, we cannot give up. We must continue to be driven for gang life redemption day in and day out. So education, physical fitness, and spirituality are resources that you invest in for your journey on the path of redemption. So they're investments. So Everything you do in regards to education, you're investing in yourself so that later down the line, you will have what you need to succeed. And the same thing goes with uh, uh, physical activity, physical fitness. You know, every time you work out and you exercise and, and, and you go about that healthy lifestyle, you're investing in yourself so that you can be successful in the future. And that so you won't have nothing hinder you from... Uh, from being successful and most most of all i would say uh, a strong spiritual foundation a self-awareness when you invest in your your self-awareness and you invest in a strong spiritual foundation you're you're you're, you're just opening doors you're opening doors that uh, that you're going to be able to to eventually walk through and all of these things are needed. I know there's a lot of things, a lot of uh, discussions that are out there that I hear, and they focus on they focus on one thing or, or two things, but I don't really hear a lot of emphasis on a strong spiritual foundation. And I would say that's one of the most important things. It's one of the most important important things is that you find. Uh, those that can help build you up spiritually and that will assist you in becoming stronger spiritually. And, and in my uh, personal opinion, I believe that the reason why a lot of people get out of prison or get out of the gangs, but they continue to 
be bound to drug addiction, uh, you know, uh, womanizing, going from, you know, woman to woman, not taking care of their responsibilities as men is because they still lack a spiritual foundation, you know, and when they when they're in there, they're building up themselves uh, mentally, like education wise, they're building themselves up physically, they're getting fit. But a lot of times, uh, you know, they get out and they don't have a spiritual foundation. And that's why they continue to fall and go back. And you, just because you stop gangbanging, if you do not focus on a spiritual foundation, sure enough, uh, you continue to fall and stumble. It could be that you need to strengthen your spirit, spiritual foundation. Now, this is just for my uh, Chicano uh, brethren and people that I'm going to say right now. But I'm sure whoever you are, whoever you are, and this could be this can apply to anyone, but I know for I know for myself and for us, we come from warriors. We come from warriors. You know, we come from, uh, you know, the original peoples of this continent and uh, of uh, North America, South America, and the you know the Native Americans and the warriors that were here, and then even even with uh, you know being mixed with uh, with Spanish blood, the conquistadors. You know, we come from fighters. We come from fighters and that blood still runs, runs through us. So there's no reason why genetically as a people, we cannot succeed. There's no reason why there's, there's nothing hindering us in our genetics. We are a strong people. We have been here for a very long time. We have been fighters and warriors for centuries. So let us continue to be that and let us continue to move forward and, and fight for the betterment of ourselves and the betterment of our people. And for those of you that are uh, of, a, of a different ethnicity, um, I, you know, just knowing history itself, um, there are a lot of you that your, your culture, your roots, if you dig into that, you're going to see that your, in your roots, you had fighters and soldiers and warriors, you know, from whatever continent, uh, continent that you, your peoples originate from. And let that drive you, let that drive you to succeed and to become better as, as, as a person for yourself and, and for your people. You know, if we all strive to be the best we can be and to walk in humility with the utmost love and respect for each other as, as warriors and soldiers, you know, our, 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 uh, our families will be great and Nothing will stop us. We'll be able to overcome every obstacle that we come across and we will be successful. We, and we won't have, there'll be nothing in us that will make us stumble or fall. And uh, I'm going to leave you with that and let you know that people will see your efforts. A lot of times you may think that, you know, what you're doing, that no one sees your, that you're trying and help and that people don't care. But I want to let you know that people people see it. And, and when you've made a change in your life and you don't go back, pe people see that. And it encourage you never know who you may be encouraging by not giving up today. So you have a great night. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, go ahead and subscribe. I'm going to be posting some more. If you have any questions or topics um, for Gang Life Redemption, 
the process, what it takes, uh, resources, books, um, whatever it is that you may have, go ahead and shoot it my way. And I don't know everything. Um, I have quite a bit of experience, family and friends. Um, I've been in and out of the system my whole life. Um, and if I can't find the answer, um, I'll definitely reach out to, uh, to people that I know that I can help do so. So God bless you and you have a great night.